I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Have you ever had that tip of the tongue experience when you're in the moment, you're in a conversation, and you just can't seem to find the right word to say to respond in the way you want to respond to it? Right. In this video, I'm going to be sharing with you the best techniques, the five best techniques to improve your impromptu speaking when you are on the spot. This is about thinking fast, talking smart. Because let's face it, most of the time when we are communicating, it is we don't have the time to prepare our write, write down our talking points, to be able to prepare overnight, and to be able to put down some slides together. Most of the time, our communications are on the spot. Right. It is in the hallway when we're passing by. It is when someone wants to, they just approach you unexpectedly and they ask for your opinion on something. Most of the time, our communications are impromptu. So what I want to be able to share with you is some techniques that you can Im implement right away to improve your speaking impromptu. Now, first of all, I want to be able to share with you that like you are absolutely capable of this because our brain has is made up of two hemispheres. So we have left and the right hemisphere. And most of the speech functions and the language functions happen in the left hemisphere, right? The left one is for language and communication. And the thing is that there's an area inside of our brain called Broca's area. And that area is responsible for coming up with the right words and being able to convey those words effectively, right? So I just want to let you know that our brain is fully capable of impromptu speech, right? One brain area assists in communication and also other brain areas in that are involved in communication include motor areas and Wernicke's areas. And, and, and it's just, just suffice to know that there's a multiple brain areas that are involved when you are speaking. Because when you are speaking, you're also moving your mouth, you are gesturing, and that is motor functions in your brain, right? So a lot of areas work together to be able to give you that functionality to speak impromptu and on the spot. But you are more than capable of being able to do that. All you have to do is to understand the best techniques so you can apply them moving forward. Okay, so the first technique that I have, just like this, just like I am right now with you, impromptu speaking, so I want to share with you these techniques. The first technique is to shapeshift, right? What does that mean? Shapeshift means that you are changing, you're shifting your physiology, because chances are, just like I mentioned before, when you are doing impromptu speaking, your motor functions inside of your brain are also involved in speech, right? If you are talking, you are moving your lips, you are moving your tongue, you are moving your palate, 
right? And that is motor function. So if you, the first technique is to change your physiology because what is keeping you stuck is the way that you are showing up, the way that your body is postured, the way that you are, the way that you are standing there, the way that you are positioning your arms, your shoulders, your head, the where you are looking, all of those things is where you are, what you are used to right now. So if you want to produce a different result, which is more likely the opposite result of what you're having, because you can't seem to get the words out when you are in the moment, then you have to do the opposite of what you have been doing. What is that physiology? Be mindful of how you are standing, how you are posturing and do the opposite of that. Change your physiology and you will have a different outcome. So the first technique is shape shift. The second technique is to select the right expectations because your brain, as I shared with you earlier, is fully capable of thinking fast. It is fully capable. And I know I get a lot of questions about this. A lot of questions they ask me, well, Dr. Lee, is it that there's something wrong with my brain, right? Now, I am not going, I, this video is not talking, I'm not talking about the neurological disorders that can be present. For example, aphasia, I'm not talking about this. I'm talking general absent any diagnosed disorders of the brain like aphasia i am taught your brain is fully capable of thinking fast and here's why because there are two systems inside of your brain right one system is fast by nature and the other system is slow by nature this this what neuroscientists usually call them system one and two now the first system is an automatic instinctive fast thinking system let me give you an example if you are driving on a road and the road is empty, there's nobody there, then all of your decisions, your thinking of driving is instinctual. You don't have to take a long time to decide whether or not you stop at a red light or whether or not you pause or whether or not you turn left or right. You know you know instinctively and the decisions that you're making, you can, you're able to think fast. Another example is if you are speaking with someone and you detect a little bit of hostility in their voice. Right? It is a fast thinking. Immediately, right away, you know there's a bit of hostility there. So then you know instinctively that you might want to avoid saying something, certain, saying certain things. Right? Immediately, you know what sort of things might trigger more hostility. So you know all, immediately what things to avoid. Right? How to look at that person. What tonality to use with that person. Right? And what you want to do after the conversation. So a lot of examples in life that we go through, we don't even realize that we are already thinking fast. And we have that system inherently built in. So the second technique is to select the right expectation. Right? You have to be able to expect more from yourself than you expect from other people. Right? A lot of times we work so hard to achieve the outcome that we desire, but our expectation, we expect the opposite. Right? We work so hard to be more articulate. We work so hard to be able to be better on on-the-spot communication, but we expect the opposite. We expect that you know English is not our first language, or we expect that people aren't going to understand us. Learn to empower your expectations and select your expectations, because I'm here sharing with you that you are fully capable of thinking fast. So this third technique is to, the, the third technique is this. It's about the science of availability. The science of availability. What does that mean? Let's say, for example, let's say that I spend every single day watching the news. 
I watch it at seven o'clock in the morning and I watch the 6 p.m. news after dinner or during dinner. And well, as you know, most news is bad news. There's a lot of things happening in the world that is bad news, right? There are accidents, there are murders, there is a lot of, of, of economy, economic downturns. What's gonna happen if I keep on exposing myself to the media? Very soon, I'm going to start being fearful that the economy is going to crash. I'm going to start being fearful that I'm going to catch some sort of disease or that I might that I might be involved into a car crash. I might even be I might even be afraid to fly because I've been exposed to a lot of media about plane crashes. So the science of availability availability says that when we are exposed to something for long periods of time over and over again, we tend to focus on that as being a reality in our life. We, we tend to believe that that is there's a greater frequency of those things happen even when it's not true, right? And so how does this apply to impromptu speaking? The science of availability says that if you want to be able to make the words more come out, you want to be able to have the words come out, you got to be able to make the words available to you. So here's what it means. Be a voracious learner. Be a voracious reader. Be a voracious, voracious consumer of new skills, of new knowledge. Right? Read those books. Go to those seminars. Go to those home study courses. And therefore, when you when you really learn and you absorb those words, you absorb that knowledge, you absorb that wisdom, and assimilate that wisdom into an understanding. All of a sudden, those words are more and more available to you. That is the science of availability. Right. So the fourth. The fourth technique is to speak in threes, right? Chances are one of the biggest hurdles we have when we're asked to speak on the moment is that we're thinking inside our heads a lot of different things. There's so many ideas, so many different angles, so much that we can put out there. We just don't know where to begin. And so if you choose just three, speak in threes, pick three of those things that are relevant to the question that was asked or that is relevant of the opinion that you want to put forward, the message you want to put forward. If you speak in threes, it does three, it does two things. First of all, if you speak in threes, it's easier for you to remember what you want to say and you don't have to get lost in all of your complexities of thoughts, not knowing what to speak about first. Just pick three. And the second thing that happens is if you speak in threes, three things or three points is easy for other people to remember. Remember, the whole purpose of communication is to communicate, to convey your thought. It's for them. Make your communication about them. So that means if you speak in free threes, you're doing them a favor because they have an easier time remembering three things than if you keep rambling on about 10 different things, 20 different things, and you're unable to draw a bridge or a connection between them. So speak in threes. Now, the fifth tip, and by the way, if you're resonating what I'm saying with what I'm saying, by the way, I would like you to subscribe to my channel because I answer your questions and every week, every single week, I drop advice and tips and, and I talk about all areas of our communication and articulation. And if you want to see results, if you want results like this, to be able to speak confidently on the moment and you want some coaching to be able to take you to that next level of communication so that every word that you say lands in the ears of the, of the, of the audience who hears it, then I invite you to click on the link below. 
On the link below, there's an application. There's an opportunity for you to apply to work with me as your coach and as your mentor. I will take your communication to the next level. But only if you are serious about getting these results for yourself, then I invite you to apply. The link is below. Okay, so now the fifth and the final technique to improve your impromptu speaking is this. Structure. Structure. You need to have a structure to keep your audience together, right? Structure creates freedom, right? Everything, all the freedom that we want, the freedom to speak, the freedom to have that confidence comes within boundaries. If you don't have a boundary around a structure around your communications, you won't know where to begin. You won't know what to say next and you won't know how to close out your communication. So structure will create that freedom for you, right? And notice, right? I'm talking about three structures. I'm going to give you three structures that you can put in your communications. And notice I'm practicing what I preach, speaking in threes. Okay, so here are three structures that you can implement in your impromptu conversations right away. The first structure is chronological, right? Which means that you talk about the past, this is what happened. You talk about the present. Here is what is happening. And then you talk about the future. Here can, here's what stands to happen if we do it this way. So chronological. That is one way that you can deliver an impromptu presentation of your message in the chronological structure. The second structure is persuasive. This is the most persuasive structure that you can put in your communications, impromptu communications. Right? When you're implementing the, the persuasive structure, here's what you're saying. You're saying, oh, here's the issue at hand. You know, I appreciate your question, and, I, and, and here's the issue at hand. And then here's the solution. Here is what I suggest. Here is my recommendation. And then finally you move to and hear how that benefits the people. Right? So it's the issue, the solution, and then the benefits to the people. So that's the second structure. That's persuasive. The third structure is motivation. Right? And this is what you can use to motivate your audience. Right? And here's what that sounds like. You start off by talking about what's the issue. What is the issue right now that we are facing, which is why we're in this communication in the first place. What's the issue? And then so what? Then you move into the so what. Why is it important? Why is it important to have this this discussion about the issue? Why is this why is this import, this issue important to address? And then you move into what's next. What's next? What is the next step to make sure this issue does not come does not continue to be an issue? What's next after we 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 implement a solution for this issue, right? So the motivational structure is what is the issue? Why is it important? And what's next? Right? So I want to hear from you. Comment below. Which of these five techniques are you going to implement today when you are in an impromptu conversation so that you will never have that tip of the tongue experience again?